Welcome to the first episode of the Ozen Oceans Live News Podcast. Ozen Oceans Live News. The Podcast. My name's Christian Chapel, and this is Ozen Ocean's Live News, the podcast. So what is Ozen Ocean's Live News? Well, it's an organisation I created to help spread awareness regarding ocean and marine conservation issues and problems by sharing the statements and infos from various marine conservation organisations and charities uh, like Sea Shepherd and Fishfield. Blue Planet Society, Oceana, Four Oceans, Parley, all those great organisations that really are out there making a huge difference. And I create this page on Facebook first and uh, on YouTube, so uh, to, uh, to spread the awareness, to spread the message, what they 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 they're, try, they're sending out. So I'm just like a like a conduit, basically, trying to get the message out. There's, there's huge problems out there with the oceans these days. As you know, uh, if you watched uh, Blue Planet 2 with David Attenborough, one of the big issues was plastic pollution, how it's really having a bad negative effect on the oceans. But there's more to it. There's more, there's more to it than just plastic pollution. It's not, it's not the, uh, the only problem out there. You know, there's some huge other problems like overfishing, one of the great things, uh, pollutions like uh, a huge problem that there was a Fukushima power plant that had a meltdown uh, many years ago. Now it's really, really uh, had a really bad effect on the oceans, uh, contaminating huge areas of the ocean in the Pacific. Uh, all the other things that are going on is uh, the dead zones. The, Ocean coastal dead zones are out there in the Gulf of Mexico, which is uh, contributed from the agricultural farming system that's uh, in America. And not just there, there's many other dead zones around us, they're all around the world, especially those many in estuaries from the rivers where the pesticides from fields uh, get washed into the rivers and eventually also end up in the oceans. And uh, nothing lives in these dead zones. Absolutely nothing. It's just dead. That's why it's called dead zone, basically. Uh, nothing survives in it. And there's many, many 
big huge conglomerate companies trying to keep it under wraps and everyone's uh, finding proof that it exists and there's always counter counter arguments that are putting it back down which confuses the people that are, we are trying to make aware basically so like we are we are we say like this uh, there's a problem with the oceans and it has a detrimental effect and, and these big huge lobbyists and come and do this say no it doesn't get the employer their own scientists pay them a huge amount of money to to make up basically a story it's not a cons it's not a conspiracy theory it's actually a fact it's, a, it's the absolute truth that's going on out there uh, where they employ scientists to basically make up lies and saying that it is no problem it's all part of the natural world that's going on and it's going to get better and basically it's because there's so much fear for these companies that when we putting out this this evidence that we show these people and these companies they're, they're petrified that they're going to so lose so much money because in case we don't use our pesticides anymore and you know companies like Monsanto one of them you know the huge chemical company that um, <laughs> least to say there's a lot of a lot of controversy with this company that you know as far as it goes as far as even murdering their own employees you know that's as fast as much as I heard that one and there's people out there that are trying to uh, make a difference and say that well this is not true Monsanto they're really bad for the for the planet and then eventually they end up disappearing because they've spoken out against uh, this huge company uh, it's the same as this story I once uh, seen on YouTube where which uh, is hard to believe this is this this bloke he invented this engine that purely runs on tap water and he invented this engine that separates the water and the hydrogen and he powered his car with it, powered an engine with it and it turns out that uh, these people in black suits they came arriving at this door and obviously most, more to say the petrol companies they were not very happy about it <laughs> this this dude come up and invented an engine that's running on water just imagine what effect that would have on the oil companies you know oh my god they're gonna run these cars on water uh, but more or less to say, the, the proof has never been uh, established whether this water engine actually works. Because uh, these huge companies, they made a stop to it before you could do anything. You know, these people in suits came around his door, told him to keep his mouth shut. Um, and cutting a long story short, many years later, uh, he was uh, he died in, a, in obviously in an accident, in a car accident, you know, mysteriously. You know. Well, there, there's a conspiracy theory there, but it seems very a big coincidence that he just suddenly died because he had this invention that could really, really uh, bankrupt these big oil companies and have a huge control in the world. And the same things with what's going on in the oceans, you know, like animal agricultural farming, these huge factory farms that, you know, that I am not with it absolutely not with it, I'm totally against it um, and there's other people out there that, that really really have 
the facts and the evidence is that it's really damage to the oceans and honestly damage to your health basically you know like there's a, this a person called Colin Campbell that has written a book called the China study uh, many years ago he's written that book and he's, I think he's released it in the 90s well, did the study in 86 I think it was and yeah, it didn't go down very well you know with with these uh, some of the huge companies like the farming companies which are controlled by these other huge conglomerates like Monsanto and, and these pharmaceutical companies and that this, those are the books that are really the thing I was doing was Colin Campbell did he, he, what he, he tried to do and test nutrients and what the effects it has on the human body and as he tested it he found out well, meat products actually has a negative effect on human cells and actually activates cancer cells uh, he, him being himself being a meat eater he, he tried to disprove himself that what he's found and tried to find these facts that these other nutrients this food this animal protein contains uh, may cancel out these these cancer activating nutrients but every time we did the test the same thing happened you know, it just it made it more evident that these animal protein really do activate cancer cells in the human body and more or less to say it didn't go down very well with a lot of the big companies like animal farming companies and this is what we're fighting against this is what lots and lots of small organizations that are trying to make a difference for a better planet uh, they always hit this wall of of other arguments for it what will they come with the evidence and we have to get around this we're trying to get the talk those people not you know not to listen to these these huge companies but people get confused it's like the way I see it is that the human mind it, it likes to have it easy that's where we are set we're set on easy mode we always like things easy the brain is is wants to always stay in the comfort zone and this is the way I see it. it's like we'll, we have this switch our life is like a switch which is a human uh, human character the mind and it's either set to one side to the left which I would like to call ignorance is bliss and then there's the other switch is which is the the curiosity switch which is what if what if so let's get down to what I would call ignorance places that is the easy route you know ignorance is bliss somebody gives you a theory what has a negative impact on the planet and somebody else comes out no it isn't it's not true there's no such thing as a problem and then the human mind goes I can't just can't be doing with this I'll just ignore it basically ignorant you just stay ignorant towards it because it's easier easier to just stay that way and then the other switch which is what asking the question what if is this is where where we can it's hard work where we have to make a bit of an effort because what if if you ask the question what if that has to lead you to make 
make your own research. You know, what if these these guys are right? You know, these 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 small organisations say that all these animal farming and plastic pollution is bad for the planet. Climate change is happening. Uh, what if they're right? And then you make your own research and you find out what's going on. Well, then you you could also use what if what if these small organisations are wrong? So you make your own research towards the other side. So what if if these guys in Oh, plastic pollution is no problem. There's nothing wrong with plastic pollution. It's a self, self-healing problem. Or animal agriculture is is not a problem. It's not the the reason why people are getting ill. No, so you look into it. You ask, what if they are right? So you look into it, and then you you make your own mind up which side to believe. I know which I believe, which <laughs> I ask the same question, what if they're right? So I made my research and every time I found that that animal protein and climate change is happening, you know, that's actually happened. I tried to find the counter argument and I couldn't find one. There was just no counter argument there. They, they couldn't give me any proof saying that animal protein isn't bad for you, you know, that it's good for you. You know, it's like eating fish, which is basically... A protein as well but it's, it's got mercury in it you know which is not not good feeling high quantities or rather stay away from it totally and I don't even if it's they say well a small amount of mercury is not such a bad thing why would you still have it in your body and if you can get protein from plants which are totally safe you know from organic sources why would I go to something that has a little bit of poison in it so I just don't I just wouldn't do that you know, the same is with any other protein that's out there, you know, chicken, which is, they say chickens are good for you, it's a, what they call it, you know, here in the UK they call it, it's a white meat, white meat is good for you, fish, you know, chicken, white meat, well it's been proven that chickens is really, really bad for you, I don't know, compassionate note, these broiled chickens, they have such a, such a bad life, you know, the way they're being brought up in, in these, uh, these indoor, uh, huts or huge warehouses, shall I say, and they get they get these growth hormones that makes them grow so fast that they don't even have a chance to learn how to walk, and they can't even walk. That's so big; they get big so quickly. You know, these the bone structures are just not keeping up with the muscle uh, and muscle density that's growing on their bodies, and it's awful out there. What's going on with it all? And just just keep away from it. You know, you know if they say, well, it's not not bad for you. No, I, I, why would I want to eat something like that? It's just, it's just <laughs> disgusting in my eyes. And the same is with with dairy. You know, people are having problems with dairy. I've got serious problem with dairy because of the way they treat uh, the mothers. You know, separating the calves from from the mothers. You know, here in the UK, it seems less evident, but it still happens in a lot of cases. But it seems less evident. So I see cows are. You know, they stay with the mothers for a while. Yeah, but this cow might be a male cow, uh, a female cow, which is obviously going to get brought up to be another dairy cow. You know, the male calf, it just gets dragged away from the mother because obviously they've got to keep taking the milk away and feed it to the human population. Uh, it's something I just stay away from. Eggs I stay away from because, you know, it's just basically an animal problem, high in cholesterol, cholesterol, and I keep away from that. 
Is it cholesterol? No, I can't remember. Cholesterol, cholesterol. It is cholesterol. So I could stay away from that too. So yeah, there's many things out there that that there's a lot of facts out there that these animal products are bad for you. And there's other these huge companies that are very, very afraid that obviously <laughs> this fact evidence is hurting their business and they're losing lots of money. They find other ways you know that they actually invest their huge amount of money that they make from this product and they put it into advertising to confuse people's minds and and basically the human mind just it just stays into this ignorance this bliss switch which was which this is exactly the reason why I created the channels to flick the switch into asking what if what if this is bad for you you know, so you look into it, make your research, and then you make your research. Well, what if it is good for you? So you find out that, that the argument for eggs being good for you, milk being dairy being good for you, it doesn't quite add up. You know, but then a compassionate note, it shouldn't add up anyway, because if you're a compassionate person for animals, you wouldn't, you wouldn't just go onto the animal product side anyway. It's simple as that. And but then he's asking himself, what's this got to do with the ocean? It's everything. It's got a lot to do with the ocean. Because factory farming, the way it's standing at the moment, the silage that has been basically been all the time the, the cows being brought up, being raised. Where does all the silage go? All the, the excrement, the urine, where does it go? Again, it goes into these huge ponds. Uh, uh, a lot of the other stuff just gets washed into the ocean basically you see something some of the stuff you can't just keep spreading on the on the fields it's just not sustainable and uh, also with the recent storm that America had down in the south where this huge factory farm and the storm hurricane came in and, and it washed a lot of the silage away into the streets, into the rivers. Whatever goes in the rivers eventually goes in the oceans. So, again, negative effect on the oceans there. And uh, also, you've got to remember where these these abattoirs are, where they slaughter these animals. You know, they have to cut out the guts and all that from the cow. Where does the stuff from inside of that go? You know, it just basically gets washed into the rivers that's where it goes this is why there's those huge dead zones around uh, it's something that we need to keep well well clear from but yeah this food food that humans consume they have a, a big impact on the oceans you know, there's a lot of discussions that we're going into the future uh, I hope with this podcast where we're going to have lots of discussions on different topics you know like uh, how fifty over fifty percent of the world's oxygen is created by the ocean or phytoplankton and stuff like that. It's something I really like to talk about. It's a lot to get into hours. You, you could go on for hours for a topic like that. Well, easy to find out if you follow Shep Sea Shepherd. There's a lot about that. You know, Captain Paul Watson, who is the founder of Sea Shepherd, he always always uh, brings that topic up that. You know, over fifty percent of the world's oxygen is created by the oceans, and that we need to stop. You know, 
dredging the grounds for all this fish that's in there. It's just there's all this fish that we're taking away from the oceans. Uh, they have a detrimental effect on the phytoplankton what they feed on, and uh, which without phytoplankton, there's this this over fifty percent oxygen that's created by the oceans. They don't soon disappear, and it leaves to ask the question: you know, without over fifty percent. You know how much percentage of oxygen is going to be left after we've chopped all the trees down to feed feed all the consume. You know, how much ocean is going to be left for? How many forests are going to be left as well? To twenty percent of uh oxygen you know which i can't see myself doing that with the growing population at the moment you know i could see a lot of uh, problems happening like children really really you know young children really suffering but only 50 20 percent oxygen in the world everything comes into it this is why i this is basically why i create this podcast to spread the awareness a lot of topics to to that we can bring up this is basically an introduction. I just wonder what you, you know, if you got, wonder what you think of this podcast, and whether you think the idea for it is is good, you know, to spread the awareness, spread the info, uh, make people aware. You know, you guys out there, I'm hoping that you, I don't know, take something away from the podcast and the discussions and spread it around. You know, share it around. It'd be great if you uh, get other people to uh, listen into it, and you know, it, it, there's a lot of lot of things that people just don't know that's happening out there. You know, especially where I live, you know, this is they're so so blinded by what we would like to call the truth about what's going on. And, you know, they just don't they, they just don't believe it. And like I said, even if I do give them the proof, they're like just like oh, whatever, you know, just leave me alone. You know, ignorance is bliss. Basically, that's what that's what it's all about. And this is what I'm trying to flick the switch into the, the what if mode, which uh, which is going to make a huge would make a huge difference. You know, finding the make the own research. You know, get the proof, make your own mind up, and I'm hoping that it will change your mind for the better. You know, better oceans, better planet, and better health not for the compassion your health very important very important indeed anyway thanks for listening to this podcast i hope you really enjoyed it so far i hope you like this is my first ever podcast i've been bore you i'm hoping to get better with this uh and yeah if you you know like share share the podcast it'd be great you know get other people on board and uh, there'll be other things i would like to add to many platforms where I could put this podcast on you know, leave a comment you know, tell me if you like it and uh, all this and, uh, yeah thanks again for listening to the podcast and I will see you uh, a later time hopefully not too far in the future I'll try to get one now at least once a week if I can but until then I'll see you later bye bye